Hello, hello, and Chrysler to episode 39 of Alternative Wales, the podcast. Um, I'm joined by uh, Tommy Kaus, who seems to have had a quiet week since the last time we spoke, Kaus. Yeah, very, very quiet. Nothing at all going on. Um, yeah, nothing to report, really, right? Good stuff. And uh, back again for more. Uh, recovered from the horror challenge she received <laughs> In the, in the charity match. Um, Sarah McCready, how are you, Sarah? Nice to have you back. I feel I got a god complex from surviving that assassination attempt, man. Oh, my goodness. I haven't, I haven't seen you to speak about it, but I only saw you briefly after the game. Um, but let, we, we, we've spoke about it on the podcast. You know, from your side of things, uh, what's your view on the challenge? I got like clouds in my hair. I went up so high, man. It was bananas. I don't know why. What has he got against me? We'll never know. Yo, Tim, if you're listening, man, don't. Oh, we're calling him out. We're calling him out. It's all kicking off. Yeah. uh, Well, uh, Sarah, you put in a great shift uh, until the until the, the, the challenge. Um, I yeah. felt tiny, man, like, compared to you guys. I was like swimming in my kit. I said I felt like Stuart Little, just. Like... Yeah, I, I think there was only like an extra large left in the bag as well. So, <laughs> but fair play to you, Sarah. It was uh, it was good fun. Uh, so there's a lot, uh, some vicious rumours been going around about you this week, House. Um, yeah. And sort of a lot of lot of things been mentioned. Um, yeah. But as far as I'm, I, I have heard on the grapevine that. Um, yeah. You ordered a fish cake in the chip shop the other day. I did. I did. I had a fish cake on Saturday, mate. Yeah. 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 No. There's there's been a lot of speculation uh, about me these last few days <laughs> over social media, and I can confirm I did go to the Harbour View in the Gamway, and I did order a fish cake, and I'm not ashamed to say it was absolutely delicious. So there will be no more banter towards your good self anymore, Ryan. Yeah. Let's um, put the I fish cake to bed. I am firmly on the fish cake bandwagon now. So, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, was it the Harbour View was a favourite of Boucher's as well? Um, it is. Uh, Boucher, he is. Yeah, yeah there it is. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's... Um, oh, it, it's such a good chippy. Right, next time you're up north, and Sarah, if you're ever up north, we'll go for a chippy, and I'll take you to the Harbour View. And, um, oh, honestly, Thank I can't speak highly enough of that place. Sounds lovely anyway let's talk a bit of football before we get back onto the food and the nonsense um so obviously like we explained last week we won't really go around the the uh, the houses talking about everything we possibly can um obviously this weekend i guess the main thing considering there was no domestic football was the fa cup um so we'll just have a little look at the fa cup from a welsh perspective um so starting with the more positive um, side of things. Obviously, Cardiff City, yeah, um, crawled through to the fourth round. I think uh, would be the word. Um, Sarah, as as the rest of the season has been, it wasn't pretty. Uh, it was pretty drab, but they got over the line in the end. What do you sort of make of it all? You know, it's weird. It's kind of I feel like with Cardiff at the moment, there's so much. It feels like noise, like off the pitch that it starts the football starts to seem irrelevant you know what i mean mm. I, maybe you feel the same as like a cardiff fan like um i don't know like kind of you know the stuff with the court case mm. and like the kind of the, the managerial stuff i just feel like there's so much noise um around like oh my gosh we're actually a football team you know we do play football and well we, we try our very best <laughs> yeah, um that's and, up for debate uh, yeah. 
Uh, so it's it's kind of a it's been a really weird season, I think, really weird. And it, of course, it's, it's wonderful to get win. I can't believe we're going to win the FA Cup now. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, finally, uh, we're back again. But yeah, it's just it's one of those. Uh, I feel quite. It feels like a bit of a distant season. I don't know if you feel the same as a City fan. That it feels a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, considering last season was played fully behind closed doors, um, I feel even more distant from it this season. Yeah. Um, like, it's difficult because I think there's been a huge turnover in the playing squad. Um, all these youngsters coming through. And I just, yeah, I just think there's the... Um, What's the word like the enthusiasm just isn't there from my perspective and i think i speak for a lot of Cardiff fans saying that as well um but obviously the game itself um again which seems to have been the theme throughout the the season is we were sort of saved by one of the younger lads obviously mark harris scored the winner isaac mm. davis scored the first it's encouraging, I guess, and, and, and this will stand these plays in good stead going forward, even though it may not be um, the most positive of spells at the moment. Yeah, I think that's like a, a, certainly a positive um, in terms of, like, we, I don't really recall us really having that, like academy lads, like, coming up in the season of the day kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we, we never seem to have been that club, um, and perhaps we only are because of uh, circumstances and um, perhaps financial things, but that's actually, to me, I'm always trying to see the positive, but that's like a really positive thing and it's it's um i suppose encouraging for the future right <laughs> well yeah absolutely you know i think i think um i, I think Kaus is similar to sort of to compare it to the john toshak spell with in charge of wales it wasn't good we didn't get mm. results at the time but mm. and he you know i think he, a lot of those youngsters may not have had chances if a lot of the mm. senior senior lads had stuck around mm. i think you know it will be valuable experience for these lads going forward yeah it's, it's good to hear that Cardiff are um, you know they're playing these lads they've, they've given putting a bit of trust in these lads although uh, Morrison wasn't very complimentary was it was it Isaac Davis he was talking yeah, about um, yeah but I, I didn't I didn't maybe like it worked really. he scored well yeah yeah no absolutely <laughs> you know? but I agree so, it was a strange yeah. way to lash out we we don't we don't know. Maybe he's the kind of character that thrives off something like that. There's different players, you see. There's different yeah. mentalities. We don't know. Do we, well, you know, you, you may know. I certainly don't know what sort of lad Isaac Davis is. Um, maybe he's the sort of lad that does need to kick up the ass every now and then. Yeah. But to me, it, it seemed, it, in a lot of ways, that's a bit of a no-no the way he sort of um, spoke out against him. But hey. If it works, it works, doesn't it? But yeah, no, talking about Cardiff, I agree with what you both say. Obviously, you two know far more than I do. Um, but I think for a long time now, uh, Cardiff fans have sort of, uh, they've been crying out for these young lads to be uh, given a chance in the team. But a local talent and, you know, Welsh talent in the side. Mm -hmm. And and um, and if, if the price you've got to pay is maybe 18 months of, of not the best results, you know, mediocre results perhaps, but you can see a bright future, then you'll probably take that, won't you? Yeah, absolutely. I just think we've just got to be careful now not to go down this season. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just had a brief look at the table, right? I mean, it, it's it's still a bit too close for comfort, but, you know, you'd like to think you've you've got enough. I mean, obviously, you're going to be hoping to keep uh, Big Kiefer there, aren't you? Yeah, we'll but, get on to um, that shortly. Um, yeah, and obviously you never know; there might be a few lads through the door. I saw—is it? Is it, I think it might be Drame. Drame. I don't know how it's pronounced. From Leeds, yeah. linked. 
um, on loan. I think that's probably about the best we can hope for is a few loans. Mm. But like Giles going, by the way, is mm. awful, I think, don't you reckon? Yeah, I mean, we've got one left-sided player and he's like 20 years old. Um, I thought Giles yeah. was class. Yeah, and I think he, I think he, at the time, he had the most assists in the league. Mm-hmm. For a team who aren't even scoring goals, which says that I think you know he probably assisted the majority of our goals, um, and now we've lost that, which is a big worry. Um, uh-huh. But positives, the result happened in the end. It wasn't a classic cup tie, but we got a classic cup tie potentially. Um, a trip to Anfield um, at the start of February in the fourth round. Um, Sarah, it's a nice distraction from the league, I guess, more than anything. You know, it's something for Cardiff fans to look forward to. Would you agree? Yeah, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? I feel like you, you when well, you're not, you're probably not going to win the cup, yeah. So you, why don't you have one of the best teams in the world? You know, it might get fresh. What if we won? Imagine that. Exactly. What if we, what if we beat them? And all those like Welsh Liverpool fans in high school who was like, <laughs> "What are you supporting Cardiff for, you tosser?" I'd be like, yeah. "I'm going to phone them up." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, I think if there's one football team in the world that I'd love to beat more than anything. It would probably be Liverpool or Man United. I, you know, I've never seen Cardiff beat either of them. Um, I saw. I was at Old Trafford, man. Were you at Old Trafford? I no, I didn't go to that game. Because that was amazing. We'd already been relegated, and um, couldn't think, be asked. Yeah, I'd done quite a few ways, <laughs> and I was like, I just want to chill Saturday. I can't be asked to go up to Ma- Manchester. You know, it's a good old track from from Cardiff and and watch us draw one all one all or something and we ended up beating them 2-0 it was um, amazing like it was a Mendes Lang yeah. masterclass you missed yeah. that yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh well um, I also missed the Man City home game in the Premier League no. first time around yeah that's my biggest regret um, I don't think you yeah, should be coming to any games if this yeah. is what you're missing I went to, I, I chose to go to Reading Festival which was a great time but yeah. um, I'd already had the tickets by the time the fixtures came out and I was like you know, we'll probably get, I don't know, Norwich away and it'll be fine. But yeah, we got Man City home and beat them. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> there we are. Um, At so- least you got to see like Bastille or whoever. Really. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Kaus, I mean, a cup run at this stage for Cardiff, like I said, it could be a good distraction. But yeah. I mean, if they go on and beat Liverpool, it could end up hindering Cardiff I mean is that something as you know as a fan if like Wrexham were to go on a, a run in the cup mm. would would it would it sort of affect that league form because I think when Cardiff got to the FA Cup final in 2008 yeah. I think it was definitely sacrificed a playoff push yeah and, I mean a, sacrificing a playoff push isn't as bad as sacrificing a relegation scrap and going down mm. you know yeah. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. And I, I think, um, I think if if you were to ask Steve Morrison his honest opinion, he he could probably do without a cup run. I I would probably say, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe disagree. There's different schools of thought on it. But as a fan, Liverpool away. That's a, that's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. That's I mean, what they're, they're the games you want. You know, rather than oh. You know, oh, let's try and finish seventeenth. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what it's all as, about, right? As a fan, that's what it's all about. So I completely agree. And I think, 
I think all supporters will be looking at it going, oh, that is a fantastic draw. Let's have a great day out. Let's enjoy it because that's what it's all about, especially at the moment where we don't know if we're going to be getting into grounds uh, for home games for the next uh, month, let's say. But (laughs) I don't want to go too much into that. But yeah, I, I think I think if you look at it from a manager's perspective, maybe he'd look at it and go, we need to concentrate on the league. But in terms of supporters, that is a great draw. And um, and I think Cardiff have got every chance as well. Yeah. I mean, I think it's sort of a free hit, isn't it? Because it's a good day out. You're not expected to yeah. win. If you do lose, then that's you know only one extra game back to the league. Make sure we stay up. But if you win, you know, the bounce... I mean, I, yeah. I would say the bounce you get from beating Liverpool, I remember... 20 years ago this month um, when we beat Leeds uh, yeah. you know I was only uh, 8 years old or 7 years yeah. old at the time I, and I remember I, thinking well we're bound to beat everyone now and then yeah. the following game I think we lost 3-1 at home to Peterborough so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I remember that game well and I remember watching it on the telly and um, you know what would I have been then oh Christ 15 or something like that but yeah. anyway uh I just remember thinking, this is the best atmosphere I've ever experienced through a television. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, like the atmosphere, you could really, really feel it come through. And like, watched the highlights of it the other day. And even, I mean, in those days, I really didn't like Cardiff because Wrexham were in the same division at the time. And mm. uh, you know, Cardiff were at the top, we were at the bottom. It was, it was just the start of when Cardiff were really starting to uh, to yeah. push on then. Um, but yeah, like I say. As a football fan, that's what it's all about. These big cup games as a Wrexham fan. It's the Arsenal game, amongst others, West Ham, Middlesbrough, all those games. You you know, you you certainly don't remember winning three games in a row in a league to finish mid table. Yeah. No. Yeah, and you fun. lose something, right? Like if you start thinking like that. Like I was saying yeah. before, like when especially when there's so much going on outside, it seems um so much politics towards like especially around like Cardiff at the moment in terms of um you know, like I said, all the stuff before. Um, I think when you start thinking tactically like that about you know we should probably you know we probably should lose this game against Liverpool because maybe we'll stay in the, yeah. the league or whatever like you're really losing like the essence of it like we're a football yeah. club you know we're, yeah. we're there to bring joy to people man like yeah yeah, yeah I, I completely think, agree with you Sarah yeah you're absolutely spot on everyone um, on to Swansea not the greatest of outings for Swansea I watched the game um, and I mean I don't want to go into it too much but obviously watching Cardiff and Swansea on um you know in empty stadiums and then watching i watched the millwall uh palace game um and um uh what was the early game no not the early game the friday night game man city swindon i watched Uh, them you know in front of full crowd uh, crowds you know atmosphere it makes watching football i don't know what it is because because especially as when you're watching on tv it's not really about the atmosphere but i just feel like i just there's more to the game i felt like it was a bit they were both very slow, like training yeah. style games. There, there wasn't yeah. as much jeopardy as you get no. when you have fans in the ground. Hundred percent. And I also think, right? I think that was the sort of game uh, with the Swansea fans. We know, we know what atmosphere they can make for a big game. Mm. I think Swansea. Uh, I think that's a game Swansea would have won. I'm going to stick my neck out and say, You're I think Swansea right. would have won. Under a, and with a full house there, I think there would have been a full house against Southampton, Southampton. down to ten men. Yeah, I, I really think uh, Swansea... I was, funnily enough, on Radio Wales on, on Friday night and uh, I was listening to Harry Redknapp, they were asking him about... Because um, obviously he's got he's got a lot of history in the FA Cup uh, playing against Welsh teams. Yeah. Uh, he was, I think he was in charge of Portsmouth when they he beat was. Cardiff, wasn't he? And yeah. 
yeah, he was in charge of West Ham when we beat them. But he was sort of saying, yeah, I think Swansea are going to beat them, you know, with that big crowd. And then uh, Chris Wathen had, uh, had to point out to him, actually, Harry, there's not going to be a crowd there. <laughs> but um, no, but he, he made a good point, though. I think, yeah, big crowd at Swansea, they'd have won that game. But like you say, with no fans in the ground, it's like a training ground atmosphere. And nine times out of ten, the Premier League side are going to win that. Yeah, I mean, Swansea, um, Southampton had a man send off after half an hour. You know, I think there was some sloppy defensive mistakes from Swansea. Um, I mean, Shane Long decided to turn up for the first time in about two or three years. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't an ideal result for Swansea. I think, I think if I was a Swansea fan watching it, I'd be quite frustrated because you can definitely see what they're trying to do. And I think when it works, it works. But then there are going to be games where where I think there's a, there was a few individual errors, um, you know, giving the ball away in the, in in their you know their final third that sort of thing. Um, so I, I think you know I think I've seen them linked to a few players now this month. I think hopefully Russell Martin can put a stamp on the team, and you know they're not too far away. Um, and they haven't played in. I think it was like three or four weeks they hadn't played for because obviously they missed um, three or four games with COVID. So, you know, it was good, I guess, good for them to get some uh, minutes in the legs, but um, probably disappointing in the end. But, you know, it is what it is. I think Russell Martin's got a free hit in many ways this year, as long as they don't go down. Yeah. I think um, if uh, we've said it time and time again, and we've said Swansea fans crave a certain style of play. Russell Martin is delivering that. Okay, the results are consistent, but he is delivering the style of play that Swansea fans want. So I think that he's got a free hit. He needs to get him, you know, let, let's say let's say any lower than 18th and it'll be a disappointing season. But I think any higher than that, they'll, have, they'll be happy and it's going to be next season that he's judged on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then on to another former Swansea manager. Uh, Steve Cooper worked his magic in the cup, knocking out Nottingham Forest. Obviously, me and Kaus have been quite outspoken about how big a fan we are of Cooper as a as a coach. Um, mm. I mean, he's doing wonders there, Kaus, knocking Arsenal out. You know, it's a great scalp for them. And obviously, he had uh, Welsh lad uh, Brenner Johnson was on fire. Mm. I didn't watch the game, but looking at Twitter, he seemed to have you know really um, lit up the yeah. game and uh, looks to be a real prospect. Yeah, yeah, I'm very impressed. I, again, I didn't see the game. I haven't seen. I've maybe seen him in two or three games. Um, but yeah, he, he's a really impressive prospect, um, and uh, he's he's a bit he's a bit old school in the sense that he's like an old school wide man in a way, mm. uh, which you know it does make you think where he would sort of fit in in you know with with the modern game as we know it's it's more narrow these days, isn't it? Yeah, um, and the width is often provided by the by the wing backs, but but yeah, certainly he's uh, he's a very exciting prospect, and um, yeah, it sounds like he uh, he gave Arsenal the run around, didn't it? Yeah, and I I mean, with the rumours about Gareth Bale this week, you know, and whether he would pack it in after the um, after the World Cup or if we don't qualify for the World Cup, I think having someone like Brennan Johnson there, you know, who's only going to get better. I've seen him linked with Brentford this month. Um, you know, he, he could be not. I mean, no one's a ready-made replacement for Gareth Bale, but 
we've you know instead of replacing Gareth Bale replace him with people like Brendan Johnson uh, Harry Wilson yeah. you know those sort of like maybe two or three players to do the job so um, mm. it's exciting can I ask a question go on did you see like the guy saying that Bale's going to end up in the championship do you think that's bollocks uh, <laughs> I mean I hope not um, imagine that It'd I mean, amazing but I, like, I don't know I don't know where they come from. Never know what to believe around the stories around Bale. It's all, it just seems like banana stuff all the time. Like. Yeah. I mean, my theory was that he would go to the MLS and play, I think their season's like March to October and then mm. play the World Cup and call it a day. But he could also come and play for Cardiff from what would be August, September, October, then go to the World Cup and call it a day then. I'd um, die, man. Yeah. I mean, I think... <laughs> Financially, he'd either have to take like the pay cut of pay cuts, or you know ha- there'd be some sort of agreement in place. Um, but you know, if he's just playing for match fitness, I think we mentioned it on the podcast last week. Like what the WRU do with regional rugby players—they're like signed by the WRU, and the WRU yeah. give them to the clubs. You know, almost do that. So it would be special, wouldn't it, to see Gareth Bale finish his club career at Cardiff? You know. Um, I'd like I'd like to see um, people like sort of uh, get in touch with Mark Drakeford to see if they could publicly fund him to come <laughs> home to like play play for a Welsh club. Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't choose Cardiff. Obviously, obviously, I'd choose Wrexham. But failing that, I don't know Conway Borough, Enby Town, yeah. somewhere like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be okay. I I mean, the the worrying thing for me was obviously it was mentioned that you know a championship club in Wales. Um, you know, Cardiff could well not be a championship club next season. Um, <laughs> Bale in League One with Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, the, the thing is, though, with, with Bale's mentality towards football, you wouldn't put it past him to go to the championship, would you? No, just, just to get those sort of minutes in the legs before yeah. the World Cup. Because I think that is his sole focus now. He's packed in his yeah. club career. He, yeah. You know, it's, it's about March and then hopefully you know the winter november december and then he can walk off into the sunset and play golf for the rest of his life and you know knowing that he's yeah taken wales to a world cup for the first time and um i can't be asked to do the maths but since 1958 so who knows yeah. stranger things have happened they certainly have not many though no, not many. <laughs> Sarah, um, obviously we mentioned him earlier. Just to finish off, obviously I know you're a, a very big fan of Kiefer. Um, and I, I did enjoy the video of you uh, meeting him via Zoom oh recently. Oh my gosh, yeah. That, that must have been a bit of a surprise. Um, that was so cool. Yeah. Obviously there's been rumours this week that Bournemouth are looking at him. 10 million has been banded about. How do you feel about that? You know, Would, would, you, give, would, let, would you let him have that? Yeah, he like okay so when we were like talking obviously the video we talked for about like 15 minutes right and they cut it to about like a three minute video he said something to me like he asked um one of his questions he was saying what do you think like do you prefer when i score for cardiff or when i score for wales and i went into this thing about like how personal it feels when you score for cardiff and like and i said something to him like i know you know you're probably gonna go like you'll probably leave us but you'll always be a believer to me. And he was like, ah, oh, it was lovely, right? They didn't put that in, but I promise you that happened. But I kind of have made peace with it. Like, I've made peace with, you know, he, he, he's probably um, as big things ahead for the for the big man, I think. Mm. Um, but it would, of course, it, it would be sad. But that's just part of football, isn't it? Like, 
Like, I love Soul Bamber. I think he's gone now, but, like, he'll always be, like, a, a legend to me, you know? Um, yeah, there's the footballer. It's a very strange thing where you, you, they're with you for such a short time when you really kind of, like, uh, adore a player, but you, you do know. I mean, perhaps why that's why it's so beautiful. You know that, like, they're going to go someday. They're going to go into the sunset, you know? Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've, I, 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 I've made peace peace with that, I think. It's probably going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think... I thought 10 million was quite high. I I don't think that I think he's worth that. But I think if clubs will probably know Cardiff's situation, I reckon they could put, you know, like 500,000 on the table and Cardiff would be like, "Yes, please." <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess that the good thing with Kiefer is we'll always have him with Wales. You know, he's not going to go and play for anyone else internationally now. Um yeah. so at least we've got that. Um so yeah, that that's this week in in Welsh football. Um, back to league on on the weekend. Who have Wrexham got? Um, Kaus? Uh FA Trophy this weekend, oh, right? FA Trophy. It is uh, Folkestone Invicta. What what <laughs> level do they play at? I've no idea, mate. There we um, are. No, I, that's, I think that's Wrexham's <laughs> league football writer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm I'm the th- I'm the third best Wrexham writer, and there's only two of us. So, uh, nah, they um. I I think they're two leagues below Wrexham, but right. yeah, they could they could well be. Uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure they're two below Wrexham. Yeah, there we are. I know Cardiff have got Blackburn. Um, I assume Swansea would be away. Yeah, Blackburn are on fire. So yeah, we'll have a chat. We'll we'll see what happens this weekend. I'm sure there'll be plenty of stories to talk about next week. Before we go, uh, big shout out to uh, Chris Coleman getting a new job. Yes, yeah, that's a nice little and, gig um, for him, isn't I- it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's a, I think they're um, I think they're based in Athens, aren't they? There, but they're not. They're not a big club at all. Are they? I think but, I think uh, they're in the relegation zone. I think it's a bit of a yeah. fire, uh, firefight sort of thing. He's gone in to yeah. do. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's you know he's 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 got experience of working in Greece. He, he could do a good job there. Yeah. But, um, bit of winter, I'd, I'd like to see him do a good job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, it, it does. It's a shame, really, because I I think Chris Coleman's. Uh, I mean, what what he did with Wales, it'll never be forgotten. He'll always be a legend, won't he? But um, yeah, it'd be nice to see him get a big job again. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, me and Kaus caught up with Agent Phillips earlier, um, so you'll give us a lowdown on all his usual crap next. <laughs> Agent Phillips, are you there? <laughs> Here he is. Hi, uh, Bright. How are we doing, Phillips? Oh, fucking this idiot on the keyboard. Again. Shut up, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> quite he, talented on there, Phillips. Yeah. He's not at all. Shut <laughs> up, man. Right, I've pulled the... Pr- Pull the plug of it now. He hasn't got a battery one. He's got one of them plug-in ones. It's amazing <laughs> how he can play like so many instruments at the same time on the keyboard as well. You know, to make such a full sound, it's really impressive. I think yeah. he just presses demo to be honest with you, bro. Chancer, but you know, surround yourself with chances, you'll go far. Yeah, absolutely. Aye. What's what's new in the world of Phillips then this week, mate? Ah, uh, uh, not much really. Not much really. Just got. Uh, been on, been out and about on the circuit trying to find new players because nobody sent me any last week. Oh right, okay. Uh, any any luck or still still yeah, drawing a I've blank? Got, I've got two players for you this week. Right, okay. Yeah. 
I got Stephen Barretta. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, intensive uh, scouting network has been has got back to me and it told me that he's an Anglesey native. He's a dynamic midfielder. Hang on, no, can't read this handwriting. A dim maniac midfielder. <laughs> uh, he he reckons he knows Tommy Kaus, but I don't know about that. Uh, he's a box-to-box player, but currently suspended for kicking a cat that's straight onto the pitch. Uh, <laughs> his former clubs uh, include Arriva Trains Bangor, a Pentrith Reserves, uh, and he's available after the 3rd of February, so subject to appeal of a current ban being successful. Fair enough. Does he, uh, does he, what was your mate who used to, another player who was into the trains? I can't remember his name now. Oh, there's been so many, I can't remember. <laughs> I had a feeling he'd say that. The, the train yeah, enthusiasts. They, yeah, I think he's in the in the, the first first edition of the fanzines, if anyone wants to bother reading that again. Yes, he is, and I've got one to hand. Let me find his name here. Yeah. I remember it being a... Uh... Are you looking for a job with me, or...? Well, you know, I got here we go. Um, uh, where is he? Cadric Hughes, that's it. Yes, uh, Cadric Hughes. K- yeah, Cadric Hughes. Yeah, he managed yeah. to overcome his crippling obsession of locomotives after taking the train home from a night out in Newtown. Such was his disappointment of the service; he vowed never to travel by train again. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I have learned from Cadric. I might give him a ring in the week. See what he's up to. Yeah, might give you a player update next week. Aye, that'd be nice. It's, you know, there's pl- plenty. Yeah, Alan Florida. We don't know what he's been up to. Thugra, he knows what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thugra, they're still waiting for his, pa- his paperwork to come through from Brexit. Thugra, the crew. Was it, yeah, the, yeah. the half Belgian, half Welshman, wasn't he? Yeah, that's it. He's stuck on the border still by Calais, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he's been there for about 18 months now. So, uh, what was it? Stephen Beretta, was it you said? Yeah, yeah. I've, my second player, I've got a bit of a continental theme today. Okay. Red Allen must have gone on holiday or something. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what country he plays for, but he's currently playing the African Cup of Nations. His name's Chester Zinwills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A tall striker. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so two players for you. Stephen Beretta, the Anglesey bloke, and then Chester's in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you spelling that, Phillips? Uh, C. I'd be here all day doing this. Uh, H. Esther. <laughs> yeah. Z. Zin Wales. <laughs> oh fuck! He's to plug the bloody thing in again. Shut up, man. Malfunction, does it? Yeah, I can't spell cows. I don't know. No, just no, Google no. it or something. It's Chest, beyond. Chester's in Wales. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. Two players there for you. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash this new keyboard to bits now. And to, I might get him to compose me a new theme tune by next week. And if anyone does have any players for Phillips, you, you can tweet him at, uh, what was it? What is it, Phillips? At Wales's Worst Agent. Also, if go. you've got any theme music for me that this clown can learn, send that in as well. 
There we go. Phillips, it's been a pleasure as always. The pleasure's always yours. <laughs> uh, you, you keep yourself safe now over the weekend, mate, and um, we'll speak to you next week. The balaclava is going back on as we speak. Sue Bright, Sue right. Cows. Off you go, Phillips. Off you go, Phillips. Still on your territory. Next up, it's time for Rongan of the Week. Uh, we'll start uh, with last week's vote. Uh, the first one of the year, uh, finishing third, my pick, 7.3% of the vote, uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, obviously, uh, I, I I wasn't speaking for the people, but there we are, same old. Uh, in second place, uh, with 42.7% of the vote, uh, Rodri's pick of Daniel uh, Kawazinski. Um uh, M P, who um, has claimed expenses for Polish lessons despite um, already speaking Polish, um, mm. and then uh, winner uh, with fifty percent of the vote, man of the people, uh, Thomas Cheese, um, yeah. with with fans at the darts. Um, yeah, good start to the year, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, uh, I prefer the darts fans to some football fans at the moment, but uh, I feel <laughs> But uh, no, it's uh, yeah, chuffed to have another win under my belt, hoping to uh, to topple the queen of the wrong and Sarah this week. Yeah, so got, uh... <laughs> two appearances on the show, two wins. Yeah, um, but obviously, Kaus, you get winner's advantage uh, as Sarah's filling in for Rodri this week. Um, so, Kaus, what have you got? I have got now. This this is something that came to me about an hour ago when I was uh, looking through the cupboards. Um, for for my tea, I have I have gone for uh, tins without a ring pull on them. Nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they're just really annoying because I've got a tin opener, but you know sometimes where you make a bit of a hash of it when you're using the tin opener, and then once you've made a bit of a hash of it, you can't open it. Then it's yeah. finished. It's, it's like a half off. an hour job. Oh yeah, it's written off. You may as well throw it in the bin at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm going for that. It's really really annoying. I appreciate it's a first world problem, um, but it's a problem nonetheless, and it's something that's really getting on my nerves at the moment. It's uh, so satisfying again, as well, like ripping off that ring, isn't it? That kind of that pullback is dead satisfying. It really like when you is. Pull it back. I love that. Yeah, it, it yeah it never gets old, does it? No. Yeah. Don't tell anyone, but sometimes, like I, uh, I just open the tin just for satisfaction and pour the food <laughs> oh, away. I love that. But, uh, love no, that I, don't, I don't really do that. <laughs> you, but, do, uh, you definitely do. <laughs> yeah, just just chuck it. Tommy in the loves tins. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy tins, yeah. But, uh, no, I just I absolutely, yeah, just 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 love love a good ring, pull me. So, uh, <laughs> so what? Um, what were you? What, what? What did you go for in the end, Kaus? What? What tinned good goodness did you think, go for? Peaches I think or it was, beans? Uh, no, no pe- peaches. Come on, Ryan. You know me better than that. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it, was <laughs> it was this new uh, uh, offer Aldi have got on on the uh, fish cakes in a tin. Uh, yeah, it's lovely. No, um, I think it was uh, sausage, sausages and. Uh, spaghetti spaghetti loops. Nice, nice. Ah, oh, so nice. Really nice. I like beans and sausages. Yeah. But um, I think spaghetti loops and, and sausages is the, is the one. Like I can imagine you, Kaus, eating like an 11-year-old kid. You know, yeah. Chicken nuggets, I, fish fingers, beans I and quite sausages. Often, 
absolutely mate. I quite often go to a restaurant or whatever. I look at the kids' menu and think, should I just order like three kids' meals and just have that all on a plate? <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a fine diner, as we've as we've discussed in yeah. the past. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not very cultured when it comes to my food, but. Um, yeah, I think you're absolutely spot on with that kid analogy, to be honest. <laughs> so, so there we go. More, more food on uh, Wales's <laughs> Wales's premier food podcast. Yeah. Um, Sarah and Beaton, what are we going for? Big expectations. <clears throat> it is that there is one Welsh accent when people say, "Oh yes, oh. the Welsh." She's accent. won again. She's, She's won this. again. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. And you know yeah. what? You all saw the YouGov survey, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that came out that was about uh, specifying like what accents people consider good, what people accents people consider bad, and they just put the Welsh accent. Yeah. People like from Merthyr yeah. don't sound like they're from Cardiff, don't sound like they're from Newport, don't sound like they're from Anglesey. Shut up. Yeah. Well, I people people from different parts of Cardiff sound different to each other. Exactly. It's mad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely ludicrous, isn't it? Like it's the thought of like, oh, Welsh accent. It's like it's like as well. In recent years, I've sort of like, um, I've noticed there's a massive difference in um, in accents in Ireland as well. Like I can pick a, like a Dublin accent from a Cork accent now. I don't uh-huh. know why, but it's it's a massive difference. Um, so yeah, it's just it, to be honest, it's English arrogance, isn't it? Uh-huh, just like sure. just saying, just saying, oh yeah, Welsh accent. Like you say, Sarah, as if someone from Carnarvon's got the same accent as someone from Port Talbot. That's just ridiculous. And I, you know what? I think it, a lot of it comes from kind of the Welsh accent that's on television, which is the Welsh yeah. accent that's presented on television is usually like a valley's from what a I valley's remember. Accent, yeah. I think yeah. about like the um, that horrible like only gay in the village skit from Little Britain, yeah. mm, and yeah. I think about. Do you know what? I was watching a couple years ago um, at this. Uh, sort of film about Roald Dahl's, like, youth or something, right? It's set in Cardiff, and they all sound like they was from Martha. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, how does this happen? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. That's a really, really good shout, that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bugbear of mine. Like, I I really love the... Di- I, it's, I could talk about accents all day, and, like, I think, like, in Wales and how they all differ from, you know, like... You can literally yeah. go, like I said, a couple of miles down the road, and people will sp- will speak in a completely different accent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's mad. What's your guys' favourite um, accent of Wales? It's got to be like Deep Gwynedd, like Griffiths, Bethesda area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably agree with that. I do like I do like a Gwynedd accent, to be fair. But um, yeah, I like I, I quite like the. Um, it probably won't be this po- that popular this one. But I quite like the Swansea accent. It's really strong, isn't it? But it's it's a decent yeah. accent that one. It it's, makes it makes me laugh. Like, yeah, some people from that area will say the way they deliver like certain things will just make will crack me up. It's a great, it's a great accent. I I hate it that they. I hate mush. I hate that. <laughs> oh, That's I hate a horrible, mush. Is horrible. Mush. Yeah, it's just a horrible thing. Isn't it? I hate mush. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> mush. That's not not for me much i really like i've got such like a tenderness towards that like cardiff like that really like yeah. elasticated like stretchy i've got some great like just walking around cardiff city center and stuff or even at a city game and like yeah. everything is funny like i remember someone talking about um you know the mandalorian you know the star wars tv right. show yeah yeah and he, this guy was like goes to me have you seen the mandalorian and i was like <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. 
It is. Amanda Lurie. Oh, it's, it's, oh. If the Cardiff accents, like, no other in Wales. I feel like they sort of all... The other accents in Wales, they sort of, like... They all they all linked to another one. There's almost like... Yeah. They almost got, like, a family tree of accents. So, like, mm. you know, there's... But I think the Cardiff one is, like, none other than... I guess the Newport one isn't far off it. Yeah, I but, think Newport and Barry have... Um, there's a similar uh, cadence. Yeah. That, that, yeah, um, to the to that kind of that Cardiff like, that one. But um, I have like a tenderness for that. I can spot obviously Cardiff's. If I hear a Cardiff accent, I can spot it straight away. But to me, it doesn't sound like there's much difference between Newport and Cardiff. To me, obviously, yeah. people from the area will be able to pick it straight away. But can you can you right? Could you would you be able to tell a difference between someone from say? Merthyr and someone should say Aberdeer. No, because I think that's pretty close in accents. It's pretty close, yeah. I think you look like if you look in south of the valleys, like Ponty yeah. and Merthyr, I think there'd be a difference there. But I think Aberdeer yeah. is probably a little bit too close to Merthyr for it to really make a difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. But just, isn't this, this conversation goes to show like how pathetic and embarrassing that Welsh accent yeah. statement is, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. oh, completely. It is, oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right, Sarah, you've won. Don't go uh, on. Come on. Well. Listen, the, the, the public will turn against me now because it's yeah. going to be like some... This is what I'm trying to do, you see. I'm trying to Too stir many Ws, trouble, man. Yeah. Too many Ws. Too much. Right. Let's see what Ryan's got, though. He could I, have some his Ryan's going to be like Sarah winning the poll every time. <laughs> yeah. I, I could upset the apple cart a bit, yeah. I've got two written down, one um, semi-serious and one serious. Um, oh. But I think I need to try and beat Sarah. Although it's a very <laughs> good pick, it's a ve- and most weeks I'd vote for it. But the one I'm not going to go for is Blisters. Uh, not, <laughs> not, the cl- not the closed nightclub in... Oh, Bar- yeah, I was going to say, Bar- I saw that this weekend, yeah. the nightclub, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Evan Williams, who... Uh, big fan of blisters in his in his day um uh, we we were planning on going there on a night out before the pandemic and, and now that isn't going to happen um but there we go uh mainly because i bought i got new trainers for christmas um i walked home from work the other day and they ripped my little toe to shreds and it really hurts um Aww. which is a shame but hey hey we move on but i'm gonna go for nigel farage <laughs> So yeah, I'm, going, I'm going big. That's the one. Yeah. And yeah. you know, he's got a history of being a wrong and long list of yeah. reasons why I could do it, but you know, I'm going to go recent and he seems to have latched on to this Djokovic thing. Yeah. And it's not just Nigel in general, but it's this whole sort of culture of these weird sort of semi-famous people who hold no relevance really. They don't have, you know, they're not elected officials, they don't they're not even like media personalities. I don't really know what they are. They've just somehow found an audience on Twitter and they just latch yeah. on to the next thing. You know, there's always I think I think you can you can decide which which way is the right way to think about something by where these people latch onto it. Richard Taylor is another um fine yeah. example of this. You know, they they're always they're always there to comment on the next thing and they're just chances and i just it's just annoying that they've got this platform um uh when they you know they have no reason to have it and they're you know they're uh dangerous people 
um, because they have this platform now and people for some reason listen to them. I mean, you could argue that we have a platform and for some reason people listen to us, um, <laughs> which is a valid argument by all means. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, years have been a wrong and, and, and this week, for some reason, he's decided to latch onto this Djokovic thing, which just sort of becomes instantly hypocritical of everything he's stood for in the past. You know, yeah, how... they don't stand for anything, do they? These people, well, they don't really that, stand for anything. That's no, it. I don't no. think they even believe in some of the stuff they mm-hmm. they, they, they like don't. latch onto. They just do it for the publicity and the attention because they just need it. You know, like yeah. why why is Farage got involved with Djokovic here? Be, you know, say, say what you mm. think what you want about Djokovic. Like, I'm, we're not I'm not here to talk about that. I mean, we could mm. you know you could argue about that until the cows come home, but just. You know, he's how many times during the Brexit, you know, shambles did he, you know, did Farage mention we need to implicate an Australian immigration system? We need to be like more like Australia, and now he's fighting against that very immigration system that he (laughs) that he wanted to implement in this country. You know, but yeah, Yeah. he's just a he's just a chancer, and I think he's nominated four others like Lawrence Fox or like Richard Taylor. Or yeah. you know, just these these hangers on, who will yeah. always find the next coattail to ride. You know, and, yeah. and when you know, hopefully in a few years' time, COVID is a distant memory, and the argument about vaccines is a distant memory. They'll find something else to jump on. And yeah, like you know that you can already tell. Like, and that's why it's so frustrating. Right? Imagine being that cynical. Like, imagine being that. Like, imagine living your life that way. I can't yeah. even. They're aliens, man. They are, they are, they're a, they're a disgrace. So, um, yeah, I think it could be close, Sarah. Yeah, you've played the Farage card. I've gone for a difficult. big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, not often. Mm. You know, you you could most weeks you can nominate your Farages of the world, um, but I have played it this week instead of blisters. I, I, I understand. I respect <laughs> it. He is a but, blister, man. He is a blister. He is a yeah. blister. Good. Right. Can I go. can I um, can I change my choice of uh, ring poles or whatever <laughs> the fuck I went for? Because if if I if I win this this week, you've got to seriously question the caliber of listener to this show. <laughs> that, that, this is what we try and do. We try and bring the light with the shade, Kaus. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking ring poles. Christ's sake. Uh, <laughs> right. That is wrong of the week. Voting will start on Friday. Your choices are um, cans that don't have a ring pull. Um, <laughs> uh, the, I don't know how to word it. Um, the idea that there's one Welsh accent mm. and uh, oh. Nigel Farrell. Right then, uh, finish off as usual. We've got your questions to answer. I say finish off, but it's usually at least half the podcast this ends up being. Um, we're now in the food zone. Um, there's some questions about food, uh, some questions about other stuff. We'll get through as many as we can. Uh, starting off with um, the prophet, Lieutenant Cooler, as he's now christened himself. Uh, Roger, you couldn't be with us tonight uh, for undisclosed reasons, uh, has asked... What's the weirdest thing you've ever got in the post? Oh. Uh, Sarah, oh. have you ever had anything weird through the post? I'm not sure about weird, but I remember years ago when Cardiff were in the Premier League for the first time, I was collecting the stickers, you know? And I remember one day having, like, 
having some mail and I was I was like wonder what the hell it was I opened it and it was like hundreds of hundreds of uh, sticker packs from that that series right and I remembered that like maybe perhaps months before I'd like applied for a competition on like Facebook or something to win some stickers yeah. and it was one of the most best moments of, of like my youth it was just like oh my gosh all these stickers and I still didn't finish that book and I had hundreds <laughs> of them and I still never finished them I never had um yeah. Kimbo Young I always remember that so if anyone's got a Kimbo Young sticker from what was it like 2013 or something like that Premier League yeah. season can I have it <laughs> that that is that is a niche request right there, isn't it? If someone came Kimbo, Kimbo right. Young from 2013, like yeah. what, a play, what a player he was, Kimbo Young. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I can't really, uh, I can't really think of a good answer to this. The only person that sends me a lot of stuff really through the post is Aradkloif, uh, Abdaviv. Um, although he hasn't for a while, but he, he used to send me some weird and wonderful stuff. I've had some nice, fair play to him, but I've had a couple of nice um, no Pazaran t-shirts and stuff like that, uh, Celtic and Wrexham gear. He's a, he's a top man like that. But what I did want to say, um, I doubt you two will sort of remember this because it's uh, talking going back like 20 years, something like that. But you used to be able to do fantasy football through the post. I have heard of this. I never experienced it myself, but I yeah, I'm aware that it, it was a thing. Yeah, and I used to do that. I was about fourteen, fifteen. I used to, uh, yeah, I used to do it through the post, and it, it was like it was a proper buzz, like the likes of which, obviously, kids now everything's at their fingertips. You can get anything like straight away. Whereas the buzz of having your fantasy football through the post and like, oh, I wonder what's happened, and you'd only be able to find your results through your post when your mail yeah. arrived and stuff That's like lovely. that it was absolutely brilliant and um yeah looking back now it's so old-fashioned but uh yeah it was great I used to love that i was a sad bastard so you <laughs> That's know so me. romantic hey, if i if i was if i was you know that of age at the time i would have been definitely doing fantasy football yeah. through the post um yeah. it sounds a lot less stressful than doing it on your phone um but didn't you also get the original uh, Agent Phillips uh, communication through the post randomly once? Which oh, is I, how... I did actually. Yeah, <laughs> I did actually. Yeah, yeah. Phillips got in touch through the post when I was uh, when I was in my old house. Yeah, bless him. I've, I've moved house now, so I'm hoping uh, I'm out of his catchment area. <laughs> yeah, at least no one's answering. Uh... You know, bullets or anything through the post. That's good. Give um, it time, mate. <laughs> yeah, give it. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I haven't really got much to go off. Um, I remember getting like when I was young, one of those chain letters. You know, like emails. I actually oh, had yeah, a, an I had actual letter, which I thought was yeah. mental. Yeah, that's um, bananas. Yeah, it's mad. Like in my lifetime, how much. Oh, technology yeah. has changed i mean even more so yours cows oh absolutely mate absolutely like like 20 years ago when i was you know like 15 um not not many people really had a computer at home or anything like that you'd have a games console like a yeah. you know like a playstation but not that many people really had a computer and then it just went not many people had a mobile phone until like 2001 yeah so yeah it's uh oh yeah technology is absolutely changed so much i think you could argue in some ways technology's changed so much more in the past 20 years than the previous 20 years before that oh 100 percent. but even the previous 
I want to say, 50 years. Like post yeah, maybe. maybe. Like post-war to the computer. Yeah. You know, what was that, 40 years? Yeah, there wasn't a great I, I, deal, really, was there, going was, on in that yeah. period? Yeah. Um, did you they, do it, they, Ryan? Uh, I think I did, yeah. I think oh. I passed it on. Um, it blew my mind. I remember being about like five or six, maybe even a little bit older, and just thinking, what is going on here? Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, that was a hot take, wasn't it? Technology. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like a bunch of old people on a on a on a yeah. podcast. Bloody technology, eh? That's gonna be uh, ne- next next week's wrong and sorted for me. Bloody technology, <laughs> ruining ruining my postal fantasy football disgrace. Um, next question, uh, Ralph Davis, friend of the pod, our man yeah. in our man in the Czech Republic. Uh, I thought you were going to say Czechoslovakia then, and uh, <laughs> like just offend everyone. Uh, he has asked if friends from abroad were visiting you for a week, where would you take them to show them the best of Wales? Sarah, what would be on your agenda if you had some friends mm. from abroad coming to visit? I would take them to a clubby full bark. I would take them to Dirty Pot on a Saturday night. Yeah, I think it's the best club night in the whole damn world. That's what I reckon. <laughs> we'll be dancing to like Whitney Houston, Taylor Swift. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, and then chips on Caroline yep. Street afterwards. Yeah, yep. um, And do you know what one of my favourite things about a night out in Cardiff is is walking, just walking down St Mary Street and just witnessing whatever's going on. <laughs> There's always something rascal going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that'll be an eye opener. You'd have to take them, if, if you wanted to give them like the full Welsh experience, you'd have to take them like to so many different places because like, you know, like no one outside of Wales real realises how like diverse Wales is. I'm not just, I'm not talking about like, like racially or anything like that. I just mean like how different each area of Wales is. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's like, it's so different. People outside Wales just don't realise that. So you'd have to, I mean, you'd, it would take you a couple of weeks if you wanted to give them the full experience. Wouldn't Absolutely, it? yeah. Yeah, I've got um, a good idea. I have a good idea what we could do. Was that if this actually happened, do you know what I would do? I would like take them to St Fagans, pick like a really old, weird house, and pretend that I lived yeah. there. Like, some... <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? To, to my to my shame, sir, I've never been to St Fagans. I need to wow. go. I really yeah, go need on. to go. Yeah. Next, I think I might do in March actually. I'll come down early and I'm going to get that yeah. in before the before It's the got playoffs. that really distinctive smell. Like, I remember in primary school, yes! one of the big phrases was like, yeah. oh, it smells like St. Fagans. Yeah. And I can't Absolutely. describe what that smell is. Um, yeah. But there's, it smells like St. Fagans is like, that's yeah. it. Like, if you know, you know. I think I'd, as if, if we're talking just like, like you said, Kaus, I think you could take him to any part of Wales and there's stuff to see. But I'd say mm. if you had like a weekend in, say, you know, someone came to visit me in Cardiff for a weekend... I'd say um, we'd Wales game. I feel like that is the ultimate sort of in Welsh culture to go and watch Wales in Cardiff these days. Like in, in terms of people, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Because you get meet to meet people from everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like it's the melting pot. Like, and then then like you know a walk in the beacons because they are spectacular, as good as um, Ariri is. Um, like I think you know I've, if like it's only 45 minutes from Cardiff and you're right in the mix. Um, and then, you know, just like a good old, I'd love to take like a good old mining town, go to Blaenavon or, um, you know, somewhere else like that in the valleys, trying to think off the top of my head now. Um, but I can't, uh, I think just give them that experience, go to a pub, good old bit of pub grub, 
I, I think there's uh, not many more sort of, uh, you know, like... Get, a, get quint- a fish cake. Get a fish cake from your chippy, yeah. Uh, in, in the quintessential Welsh experiences, I think that's, uh, that's up there. Um, next question from uh, Matthew Davis, uh, a friend of mine uh, who plays five-a-side with me, uh, who will be playing on Wednesday, and if we're on separate teams, I guarantee you... I will flatten him at some point. For some reason, every time we play, it's like Tim Hartley on Sarah McCready. Uh, I will, I will always, I will always foul him. And you know, I like Matt a lot. I have got a lot of time for him, but I will always foul him, and I don't know why. Um, but there we are. He asks, "Is it, is it, is it a deliberate thing?" Right? No, 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 no. For some reason. It's just like a weekly. I don't do it to anyone else. Whenever me and Matt play against each other, I will always foul him. Um, yeah. It's because he's he's fairly short and he's very quick, and and I'm big and clunky, and I will just get <laughs> in the way and just you know take him out because that's all I've got to my game. Uh, I'm not a footballer. I I can kick people. Um, and Matt just is he's, he's like you know like Johnny Williams always gets fouled. Um, yeah. He's just one of them people that will some for some reason I will foul every time. Anyway. Um, I could talk about five aside for days. Um, Matthew Davis asks, "What should he get his girlfriend for Deed Santa's Doinwin?" Obviously, we're a fortnight away. Um, he puts the hashtag alternative Wales relationship advice. Maybe a new yeah. feature going forward. Um, mm. What What would you get uh, a significant other for um, mm. Deed Santa's Doinwin? Yeah, that's a, I'm making a lot of strange noises here. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like going. Mm. Uh, yeah, S- spaghetti and beans yeah. in a can. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that would no, be. give him the ring I mean, from the can. Yeah. Tommy would give him the oh, ring. Oh yes, there you go, there you go. Um, oh Christ, yeah, I'm gonna pass that to Sarah. Let me have a think. <laughs> I would literally like give them the ring from a can for real. After that, what that we said now, I've idea. never thought about how romantic that is and how the whole yeah. like ritual of opening it is very romantic. Like you got to get down yeah. on one knee and produce. The ring from a can. Specifically hoops. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Hoops are banging. Yeah, I haven't yeah. had spaghetti hoops for years. I'll have to go and get some. Um, yeah. My plan, this will this will test whether my girlfriend listens to the podcast or not. Um, <laughs> she doesn't. It'll de- yeah, <laughs> it'll depend how surprised she'll be when I actually do it. Um, I, uh, I will send her a bag of... Uh, Welsh cakes from um, the the place in Cardiff Market because they do the best Welsh cakes. Um, that's my plan. Just keep keep it keep it simple, you know, nothing big. Bag of Welsh cakes and uh, a ring and a ring pull. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably I'd probably like uh, give the gift of a um, a Kimbo Young sticker. <laughs> be, uh, be quite a nice gift, I think. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we could start like a campaign or something? And then yeah, reckon... well, or absolutely. A- any secret admirers of Sarah listening, you know, there we go. There's your in on Dean yeah. Santa's Doinwin. I'm Let's sure, go. you know, any get get it sorted, get it sorted. Um, there's got to be one on eBay somewhere, isn't there? What a secret uh, admirer! <laughs> <laughs> Buy a secret admirer on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, moving on. Paul Burns uh, said, instead of penalties, how would you decide cup ties? He thinks five players from each side going head-to-head in the centre circle playing uh, rock, paper, scissors, um, <laughs> but also blindfolded so they can't hesitate and look to see what the opponent is thinking of playing with their hand. 
Solid idea, Paul. I'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, Boosh, there he is. Um, Boosh, there he is. <laughs> Boosh, there he is. Has uh, a, he's gone for food kind of base? He says he has two pints of milk a day, mixed mm. with Nesquik, one strawberry, one chocolate, and sometimes he mixes them up if he's feeling frivolous. He said it, it tastes like Neapolitan ice cream. Uh, so he asks, what's your favourite milkshake flavour? Do you prefer a thick shake or one of them newfangled smoothies? Any, uh... oh, I, I don't like smoothies. Nah, I don't like same. smoothies at all. Um, yeah, I do like a good milkshake. Uh, yeah, I'd the best ones used to be uh, Mars milkshakes. I used to love Mars milkshakes. But now they come with like... Um, like a little, like you know, like a little top that they have on, like a Lucasade bottle. You know the yeah. ones where you pull out, and like a sports why would you top. Have that? Yeah. What, now I know you could on a milkshake. That's, that's what I mean. That is stupid. But even nice. though you can just take the whole thing off and drink it normally, I can't get out. Of, I can't get it out of my head that they've given you a sports style top on it. So it's ruined it for me. That is strange. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I can't remember where I was going with that really. But um, yeah, that's that's ruined Mars milkshakes for me. There's a lot of these um, like milkshake parlors popping up now, like what the, the vending machine place. I don't know if they are down south. Yeah, I've there's seen a lot of like, like rural sort of like yeah. farms have there. I've never been to one, but I've seen a few people. They do look yeah. good. They're they're becoming very very popular with the uh, the Instagram influencer crowd. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, they're, they're really good actually. It's it's a good way of diversifying for the uh, the dairy farmers. Influencers. That was another option i had for um uh, oh yeah uh what's it called molly Modern. molly may why, yeah. do, why didn't anyone pick molly uh, may yeah anyway next time next time yeah i'm yeah. sure she'll uh, pop up again uh sarah uh, your thoughts and feelings on milkshakes um well i've just stopped having uh cow milk so i probably have a soy milk one i've now okay. i've done some research and into the, i've come enemies with the dairy industry apart from cheese i'm having trouble with with cutting out the cheese part of it so i probably have a soy milk one i have a good idea for the penalty shootout thing okay yeah i was thinking when you were saying it i was like what i would do i would get the the five they have to nominate the five cutest players like cute little faces from each team <laughs> and they've got to line up and have a cute off and i think that oh my spurs God. would always win because son is the cutest player nice and yeah 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 that is i mean he, in, in like in one short blast there you've like completely solved the dairy issue and the penalty shootout <laughs> issue all in right. one fair play cows are cute what, just, as well they are cute i tell you just one thing though sarah um you're absolutely bang on about cheese uh because mm. my miss my missus is vegan and so like i try a lot of the stuff that she sort of has and stuff but th- there is no good vegan cheese yeah, not for me. The only thing I've experienced is Applewood is very similar to the uh, regular one. So sometimes, if it's in a burger, I don't mind it, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Melt, I would just eat melted. Like, it's not too bad. But yeah, like, I don't you, mind that at all. Yeah. Have you seen those like vegan cheese boards you can get now? Like, I, I mean, I haven't tried them, but I'm not going to be rushing to try them. No. I think like I'd, I'd like to I, eat less, but it's difficult. It's because cheese is addictive, you know. Cheese is like makes you feel some type of way, like. Yeah. Well, I have invented previously um, the stance where you're vegan but you eat cheese. Uh, you know, like a pescatarian would eat fish, but well, not. What's underneath. it called, right? A chigan. <laughs> <That's horrible. laughs> chigan. <laughs> That's a worse word than moose, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're not going to adopt that, Sarah. Sarah, I'm a chigan. You know. 
how dare you say that chicken is the dirtiest word I've ever heard. Yeah, that, that is that is an awful word. Like, but I, I don't okay. know why the vibe of that word. Is not nice. No, okay, Move, moving on then before I'm, I'm cancelled uh, for my views on on cheese. Uh, ben Price has asked, "What's the best sausage you've ever had?" <laughs> Cheegan sausage. Cheegan sausage. sausage. Yeah. Um, I I can't think of a particular one off the top of my head, but um, just like a good old fashioned sort of like Herbie number, you know, like like <laughs> like a Cumberland, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, again, I've probably had some banging sausages in my in my time. Wait! Some banging baggers. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's one of them that I can't remember. I like sausages. I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah. yeah, if there was an out of context alternative Wales account, they'd be going mad with this right now. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I quite like a battered sausage, to be fair. Yeah, same. I'm, uh, big fan. Battered sausage, chips and curry. Yeah, that's that's the one for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sarah, I assume you're a vegetarian based on our previous conversation. Yeah, I've got a favourite though, for sure. Perhaps, okay. Tommy, you might be familiar with this. I'm not sure, but the very very best and if, if you like for instance if you're a meat eater and you're looking to cut like, less out and um mm. the i don't know how we can talk about products on here i'm not sure if we're should we just say it i'll just you, do it we're not the bbc sarah we're far oh, yeah, away from okay. the bbc <laughs> <laughs> um, say what you want i would like to be sponsored by um richmond sausages meat-free sausages i have heard good things about amazing these. yeah, yeah it's real similar if you're looking to, just to like change it up a little bit yeah. cut it out a bit they are fry them up oh my goodness yeah they, they are good to be fair they are i have them quite a lot and they uh, they are really nice but um sarah mentioning firms on here you dirty capitalist pig get out <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I flirted with vegetarianism for about two years, finishing up this summer. Um, and one of the reasons why I finished up because I just got sick of like Linda McCartney sausages. They're just not very oh, good. I like I like them. I I quite liked them at the beginning, but I I just one of them things. It just ooh, she's done a me. lot, you know. Like, I think Linda McCartney is the best Beatle. If we're really thinking about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Oh Fun- my God, Ellis James is going to be fuming <laughs> if he's listening to this. Funnily enough, uh, Jenko actually asked, "Who is your favourite Beatle?" No way. Yeah, um, <laughs> Linda oh McCartney. So, so Linda for you. Uh, <laughs> now that now that is that is a planned segue if that's, ever I've heard one. That's mad. Oh I, I can't believe that. Uh, yeah. he, he does have a second question, but uh, yeah, he, he does open with, "What is your favourite Beatle?" I'd probably go for the dung. Um, <laughs> oh my days! Oh, the dung beetle, a classic. I don't like his solo stuff, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. That's <laughs> uh, no. It's got to be Lennon. Has to be Lennon every uh, day of the week. I've watched a bit of Get Back, and I've swung from Lennon to George to Paul. Paul oh, is George the is driver. the cooler. George, George is, cool, is the coolest. But like. You know, I went off Paul recently because he's just like it's like all right Paul just maybe we're best to just just call it a day now you know you're getting on mm. just chill out a bit you know put your feet up you've you've had a good run um, yeah. but he he was he's the driving force and I I think probably Paul for me um, but he does go on to ask do you think there's a genuine chance of the first ever league double happening this season and I assume as he's a Swansea fan he's referencing the the South Wales derby. 
yeah. and to be honest uh Jenko, i think if it's going to happen at any point it's going to be this season because god if i shit and unless a lot yeah. changes before um i think it's april the game's not until i tell you when it is right the south wales derby is the first game after the, the playoffs the international oh, games. Is it? yeah so it's the two playoffs and then i think the yeah. final of the playoffs would be the tuesday and then on the saturday it's cardiff swansea yeah. so um I could there'll be there'll be a few there'll be a few Cardiff fans probably and Swansea maybe watching watching the game and so well saying that have Swansea got any players in the Welsh side now? Uh, no, because Cabango doesn't seem to be getting any. A no, no. A club I was just going to say there's, there's probably going to be Cardiff fans watching that playoff, desperate for Wales to win, but at the same time thinking, please don't get injured. Yeah, I I mean I uh, talk about coming back to earth with a with a bang. We could end up qualifying for the world cup and then getting spanked by swansea again on the saturday which yeah. uh i'm not not about but uh but there we go uh let's have a look andrew dowling has asked if you could be remembered for one thing only what would it be and why sarah have you got a an answer being happy and kind what a what a way to be remembered Kaus, are you going sentimental yeah. or are you going thick oh. <laughs> well, in, in uh, throughout my life, when when given that option, I've always gone thick. So uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a really really good question. I don't like really good questions. I like yeah. stupid questions. Yeah, don't worry, um, we still got a few of them lined up. Oh good. Oh that's a relief. Yeah, I don't know. Just just someone who didn't take life too seriously, I suppose. Which isn't ideal in my job. But <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I would like to be remembered for uh, coining the term Cheegan. Um, yeah. Nah, that's, on, uh, that's on your cheesy grave. <laughs> yeah. R- right, don't worry. That you... will not be forgotten for a long time, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> You'll never, ever eat cheese again, no, Sarah, without... Yeah, maybe it. that's what I needed. Like, yeah. I needed that kind of aversion therapy I've, kind of thing. Yeah, I've put you off, uh, put you off cheese. <laughs> uh, Alan Roberts um, has asked... Uh, food question alert. Uh, favorite cake you've ever had? He even DM'd me and said, uh, by the way, I mean like sweet cake. I didn't. Uh, he was like, I don't actually mean fish cake. So he didn't want to trigger me um, <laughs> about the fish cake. But uh, yeah, my answer is fish. Yeah, fish cake. Well, <laughs> after Saturday, I'd probably say the same, to be honest. No, but, uh, no ne- I, I don't know. Cake, cake, cake. Any yeah. sort of lemon drizzle cake uh, is a winner for me. Um, and I once had an ice cream cake in Canada, which was unbelievable. Wow. Uh, that is top, nice. is up there. What about you, Sarah? Any particular standout cakes over the years? Yeah, my nan used to make me my birthday cakes when I was a kid. She made me like a Spice Girls one. Nice. That was really cool. Yeah. Wow. I, I had like ho- little... ho- homemade cakes are gen- gen- genuinely better than than store yeah. cakes. Yeah, especially like I had little Spice Girl little people on it <laughs> it was really cool did you ever uh, did you ever lick the lick the bowl when you were a kid when your mum was making cakes and stuff do you ever have that yeah like, yeah, still yeah, yeah do that man yeah oh, the, absolutely the icing i am a i'm a sucker for icing yeah. uh, i would always yeah. have the leftover icing is icing better than the cake Cracking. maybe sometimes 100 percent. i i would i would subscribe to that um theory yeah 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 uh um, We've got uh, Jamie Evans, who has asked your favourite and least favourite county in Wales. Oh, um, I saw that question and I thought, oh, I, I don't know how. How can I? 
he, I mean, you know, he said Torvine is the least for him, and that's probably not a far, bad show because just I feel like nothing happens in Torvine. Sorry I, to I, anyone from Cumbran um, area. It's it's Cumbran in Torvine, is it? I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't yeah. quite place it. I mean, I knew I th- it was. I think it's valleys ish. It's one of the smallest ones in Wales in terms of yeah. population. Um, yeah. We've made our feelings known about Powys over the years. <laughs> um, yeah, we've we've actually got a few Powys listeners now, though. I mean, uh, yeah, Paul Paul Burns is there, isn't he? And uh, yeah, yeah, few um, others, I'm sure. Some of the Welsh pool boys, I think we meet in the Canter Cross vaults. Yes, um, yeah. We we like to right. We like to sort of. Um, Start the North Powys and South Powys uh, banter off, don't we? Yeah, don't play them off yeah. against each other. Yeah, that's the great, quite fun. Build build a wall through the middle of it, the Great Wall of Powys. Um, yeah, split them into. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts and feelings of the counties of Wales, um, Sarah? Yeah. I don't think about counties ever. I think they're not really. They're not in my life. I don't. <laughs> don't think about them. So not that's really. A, yeah. That's a that's a good way to be. A good way to be. Um, Ethan Wynn has said, who would win in a fight between Derek Brockway and Tidir Owen? Derek Brockway uh, would win any fight. Derek Brockway bites in fights. Trust me. <laughs> can, can someone get me that on a t-shirt, please? <laughs> I swear he would. The, the, yeah. the Derek Brockway myth lives on. Um, yeah. I totally agree with that. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. The only thing I said, he should have, he was invited to take part in the, in the charity game. And that yeah, would have been absolutely that. awesome. I can't believe he stood us up. Can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. He, you know he, he saw that he saw that we were due for a bit of light drizzle that day. And he, <laughs> said, no. he said, No, I'm not having that. I, I think, you know, he would have been the first one over starting a brawl after the challenge on you, Sarah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I love that. Do you know I was gonna say, do you remember when Cardiff were in the FA Cup final and he did the news in like full Cardiff City kit? Did, did he? he? Yeah, he did the uh, the weather in like full Cardiff kit. No I have like a, a, a memory. I swear that happened. Someone else, like who's listening, let me. Like, I did, that's a weird fever <laughs> dream I have. I can't. I swear it happened. Like he did like the weather in like full Cardiff City kit. All right, we're gonna have to find that. Or, Please. Or, or tweet him, and I'm sure he'll find that somewhere. Right, I think yeah. we've got three more questions to go. Uh, let's get through this. Lady Pixie has asked, "What's the worst job you've ever had?" Kaus, I know you've been through a few over the years. Yeah, I've had some rubbish ones. Um, worst job I've ever had. Wow. Oh, it's hard because some of my former employers listen. <laughs> uh, and one of them who does listen, it's probably that one. Uh, so, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let me have a think about it. Sarah, you go first. I've I've not really had like a a, a bad one I reckon like I've had I've like romanticized everything like everything like romantic in, in my head so I worked in like my first job was like a bowling alley, and that probably was the worst because you're dealing with like people's that like, stinky shoes and that oh yeah yeah but the 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 spray smells good that you put in there yeah 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 that would probably be like somehow I still romanticize that I thought it was very but like yeah that's probably the worst one because they handled a lot of shoes. Yeah, um, I did a Christmas temp um, period at TK Maxx. That was one of the worst things I've ever done. <laughs> miserable. I remember they put me on women's shoes for a shift. Um, Cardiff were playing Derby at the time, so I was in a mood because I, w- I wasn't there. 
um so i wasn't in a great mood anyway and then i had to go through all the shoes it was at christmas it was busy and and make sure they were all paired up that was painful and i used to work on the um the fitting rooms um which is just essentially going how many items have you got and they'll tell (laughs) me four and then you give them the little you know um yeah oh christ jesus christ it was mind-numbing absolute mind-numbing um and also i did a hell of a long shift working for a uh, for Vodafone and Jesus Christ, it scarred me for life. Um, speaking to people every day, um, you know, just I just think big companies like that—they're just not nice to work for. They don't really truly look after the, you know, the the people who are at the, you know, I don't want to say the front line, but like yeah, essentially that you know the people who are front of house—they've got no—they don't give a shit about them. Um, so I'm glad that's in my past now. Yeah. My my best job, I, I I don't I can't really think of my worst job. My best job was working in a sandwich factory. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore. It's, it was based in Denby called Light Bites. It was absolutely awesome. Loved that. You can have as many sandwiches as you want. Oh. I, I t- took a full advantage of that as well. And my job was to sit. I was about sixteen when I worked there. I just sat on a chair next to a conveyor belt and put the sandwiches in a basket, just all day listening to the radio. Absolutely oh. awesome. Absolutely love that. Dream. Money money was horrendous. I think it was on about like thirty P an hour or something like that. But uh it was uh, it was absolutely <coughs> oh I that that was the dream. I'd I'd have happily done that job forever. Oh, good. What about you, Sarah? Is there a particular <laughs> great job? I can't believe that I get like paid to read poems on stage and stuff like that yeah. to me is, is so fun and like what well, even reading it's just i remember them you know um but uh yeah that's i can't believe that that's like my job that's bananas to me living like, the dream it's, it's lovely living yeah. the dream literally um right uh connor markham has asked if you had the power to change the result or outcome of one Ooh. single sport and event in history wow. what would it be and why i've got a couple um, I think the obvious one is Euros um, yeah, semi-final yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, pretty much any near miss you, you Romania I wouldn't change the Romania game because I wouldn't have been born if Wales had qualified mm. for the World Cup um, I don't know if I've ever said this story on the podcast but I was born because Wales didn't qualify for the World Cup um, my parents decided they would put off having kids for uh, a year while they went to the World Cup, we didn't go to the World Cup, and I was born because of it. Wow! So yeah, you were you were born because of it. Yeah, like so, <laughs> yeah. I, I I my parents were like, well, we either have a kid now, and we won't go to the yeah. World Cup, or we'll go to the World Cup, and uh, we'll put off having a kid for a while, and we didn't go to the World Cup. So here I am. Great stuff. So here, <laughs> so I, am. here I am. I love that. But the biggest twist yeah. of it all. So, so you, you owe your very existence to Paul Bowden. Yes, but the biggest twist of, the, of it all is Paul Bowden and my mother used to go out. No way. Yep. yep. That, is an, that is incredible. Yep. What a turn of events. What a turn of events, exactly. Um, the other one in club football I would change is the playoff final of 2010 because I think Cardiff were in a much position, better position uh. to, to go up that year and then stay up and I think we could have stayed up for a few the seasons the Blackpool game yeah and anything could have happened mm-hmm. from then do you well, yeah. I mean, you went there I guess I was there yeah, as well yeah, yeah. I was going to say that just because I remember leaving 
like leaving the game afterwards and the Black Vault fans didn't even care that much. They weren't even that bothered. I was like, you don't even want it. Like, like you don't even, you don't get it. There literally was only about like 8,000 of them as well that day, which was mad. They maybe, didn't give a shit. 10. Yeah. Yeah, that was, just, that was a bad one. I think, yeah, Wales wise, it's got to be um, the Euros. Um, yeah. Euros, yeah, definitely. Um, of course. Yeah. Do you know what, I yeah. think that that Russia playoff as well? I think Euro two thousand four in Portugal would have been a good trip. Uh, I was I was absolutely heartbroken at that game. I remember it. I actually cried at the end. You would have been crying football. You would have been yeah. I was quite age. I was quite young. But like yeah, peak age, I, was, like really I think enjoy I was, it. Yeah, seventeen. I think I was when when we lost the game. I would have been eighteen, going over to Portugal. So that would have been an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I sort of feel though. I feel though that the uh, the Euros was that good. I'm glad it panned out that way. Uh, yes. I mean the, the Euros in 2016. I'm glad that I'm glad it panned out the way it did. Really. I but, I um, think I think all those like near misses really made yeah, that Euros that much better. Definitely, definitely. Like all, all these like horrible memories over the years. They they sort of they they make the be- the good times much much sweeter when you've been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I think for club football, Wrexham, I think maybe the um, uh, Newport game in the final. Uh, oh, one, God, I how think, different uh, could, could things have been? Yeah, but I, I think maybe now, like you say, you sort of you go into the future and you look at it and you go, well, you know, maybe this takeover wouldn't happen. You like to think. Everything happens for a reason and, and all that. Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't necessarily believe in all that stuff, but, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. I, I tell you what I think in years to come we will regret is not qualifying for Russia 2018. Um, you yeah. know, I don't think yeah. that was that was the last true World Cup. You know, we've got obviously yeah. the shambles of Qatar next year and then it goes to 48 yeah. teams, you know, and three team groups. And I just think, you know, yeah. after the Euros, it would have just been the ne- it would have just been the next thing to do. And I think it, it was yeah. a bit of a shame that that didn't happen. Um, mm. But there we are. Yeah. We've got to look ahead, guys. We've got to be. We've got to absolutely, look ahead. yeah, absolutely. It'll just make qualifying for one all the sweeter, won't it? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, right to finish up. Question from Alan the Axe, the Podfather. <laughs> uh, he's gone for a simple one this week. Uh, what's your favourite board game? Uh, answered amusingly by Chasing the Dragon. Uh, surely, yeah. Cow's Trap. Very Cow's good. Trap. There Very you good. go. Mm. Tell you what, one of my favourite accounts on Twitter. That one, I do like uh, chasing the dragon. Oh yeah, really track. good, really good. <laughs> <clears throat> any any takers on the favourite board game? What about Twister? Is that a board game? I guess so. Because yeah. you are on the board, that, right? Yeah. I think yeah. Twister's class. I haven't played Twister in years. I tell you what, I'd be terrible at Twister. I was sick at Twister. Man. I've got no flexibility at all, and um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that could be another idea for penalties. <laughs> yeah, game of Twister. Yeah, that'd be good. That I, I'd like to see uh, uh, Rodri play play Twister. Like, <laughs> it, it would be like a combination of Twister and Operation because he'd have to have so many like amputations after it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's a good one. Operation. I quite like Operation. It's not a bad little one, is it? No. Uh, guess who? It's not a bad one. Um, yeah. Just naming generic ones now, yeah, really. Just, I'm trying to think. I, you know, I don't think there's a particular board game that really, really like. Um, ka- ka- Kaplunk used to be all right when you were a kid. Yeah. Monopoly's too right. long. 
Cluedo's yeah. all right. I don't mind a bit of Cluedo. Yeah. Uh, I've enjoyed playing Risk over the years. I've never played it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Monopoly's just for ultra capitalists, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, would chess count as a board game? Yeah, of course Perhaps it does. Perhaps it's the ultimate yeah. board game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backgammon, have you ever played that? Never I've played never Backgammon, played no. I wouldn't have yeah. a clue where to begin. I, I quite like a game of chess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chess, there you go. Any, anything from you, sir? Any particular Just Twister, man. I don't oh, even, yeah, you said Twister. Like, <laughs> I really think Twister is is the pinnacle of it. Yeah. Is yeah. a laugh in it. Exactly. Their game is supposed to be a laugh. Yeah. Amen. Right, I think that's all the questions we can answer answered. Um... Yeah, there we are. Is, are, are. Are there some questions that you don't think we can answer, right? I think I think some questions are best left <laughs> and, are best left as questions. Yeah, uh, this, this yeah. week. Of I, all are you are you are you thinking Evan, Evan Powell? Are you thinking Evan Powell here? Uh yeah. There's a, there's a couple of other ones that but uh, that, that reference something that I think it might be sensible to just just leave yeah. leave leave them. Um, Fish the, cakes, yeah, fish cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish yeah. cakes related, leave, leave it over the border. Um, right then. <laughs> That's it from us. Uh, it's been a fun podcast. Um, Sarah, it's been a pleasure having you back. Um, hopefully you. we'll have you back again soon. Um, this year, the plan is to, to, to make sure it's not just me, Rodri and Kaus every week because... You know, I get bored of listening to my voice. So I'll bring the um, girls in now. Exactly. Come on, let's go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sarah, it's a pleasure having you on. Any closing you. statements from yourself? Um, no. You got something to plug. You must have something, yeah, you to, plug, have something Sarah. to plug, Sarah. Come on. I don't think I do. I got a new haircut. Ooh, interesting. Um, like it's proper. I look like a seventies time traveler. That's nice. fantastic. Yeah, it's a, it's they can't see it, but it's wow. It's yeah. like a, I was, you know, when you, I feel like you get a haircut and you're like, damn, like that's what haircuts are all about. That's it. You look in the mirror, like did a good job. So shout out to my friend Fourteen for cutting my hair. That's my yeah. plug. There you go. Good. It sounds lovely. Um, yeah, it's dead fluffy, you know, man. And uh, if you've got a Kimbo Young sticker from the 2013-14 season. Um, I'm yours. That's it. Let's let, go. Let's no. Kaus, anything from you? Any closing statements? Um, no, nothing to to get off my um, my Chester really uh, chest. And, um, <laughs> just um, you know, just generally, just don't be a diva. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Um, Kaus, what was the track we were picking to play us out this week? Uh, it's Borderline by Madonna. Borderline by Madonna. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that song. Uh, we're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not going Welsh this week, but uh, we'll be back to the Welsh tracks next week. But uh, Kaus insisted for some reason he wanted Madonna Borderline. That is an absolute banger. Crazy for you by Madonna as well. I'm, oh my gosh, let's talk about Madonna next time. <laughs> yeah, alternative, alternative Madonna <laughs> is a podcast waiting yeah. to happen. Uh, right, it's been a pleasure. Um, one quick plug before we do go. Subscriptions for the fanzine for 2022 is now uh, open. Uh, you can buy yours. Um, and anyone who does buy one in the month of January will be entered into a prize draw. The prizes I have not yet decided on, but you will get a prize potentially if you subscribe. So if that doesn't make you want to subscribe, 
then I don't know what will because the fanzine's good and prizes are good. So yeah, anything else from anyone? Um, I think that the best Madonna song is like a prayer. <laughs> okay. Um, Express yourselves really good as Ooh. well. Um, controversial choices, controversial choices. For, for me, know. like, yeah, so some feedback on that would be good. Yeah. yeah. So let us know what your favourite Madonna song is. <laughs> um, let us know your thoughts on Cheegan. And yeah. uh, let us know what your favourite accent in Wales is. I think and if you, if you have a good fish cake anywhere in, anywhere in Wales, or indeed out of Wales... Yeah. Get in touch. We want pictures. We want anecdotes. Anything fish cake related, get in touch. Excellent. I think that's a nice place to leave it. Diochen Val for listening. And we will see you next week. Oh,